Welcome to Run This World. My name is Nicole DeBoom. I'm a former pro athlete turned entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you insights and inspiration from some of the world's greatest visionaries who will help you run your world in ways that you didn't even realize were possible. All in the framework of the amount of time it takes for the average person to run a 5K. That's 36 minutes and 38 seconds, give or take a mile. We often go long, so get ready. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let's get this workout started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of Run This World. Today, I speak with Pam Burris, the founder of Moms Run This Town and a true visionary. Uh, Her National Women's Running Club has a thousand chapters in the U.S. and beyond and is changing many women's lives in so many ways. Today you'll hear all about it and so much more. I'm going to keep this one short because Pam is one of the highest energy people you'll ever know. So be prepared. It's a long run today. All right, everyone. Let's welcome Pam Burris onto the show. Pam, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay. I have to let the listeners know we are not on drugs. We are not on (laughs) speed. This is Pam's normal uh, hyperspeed personality. And when she gets going, I get going. So just bear with us. This is not on like some crazy fast forward, you know, setting. I All think right? it was a great disclaimer. And I am so glad you said that. <laughs> I, well, we kind of had to put it out there or else they might be questioning you and all you do and why I brought you onto the show. And it's then they're going to question me and it's all going to go downhill. I promise it's just water in my bottle here. All right, good, because it's uh, 10.30 in the morning, which you know, isn't too early, I guess, in, in some people's worlds or when you're on vacation, but uh, I love it. All right, well, we'll get into that in a minute, the fun part of running and, and fitness and all you do. But, you know, the show is about visionaries. It's called Run This World, and it's about bringing people on who can help other people run their worlds in really fun and interesting ways. And I met you for the first time in Chicago, I think last year at a coffee shop. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? Maybe two years ago. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And you and tried to make me buy your coffee. I did because I forgot my money. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't even met you yet. I was already getting the uh, pick up the tab. <laughs> uh, you're on to me. Um, and what I immediately was uh, caught by was that, A, you are a visionary. And there are so many things beyond Moms Run This Town that you want to do in this world and, and how you want to make change. But I, I don't know. Actually, I think you may have too many visions. Like yes. we were talking the other day and you said... I have like a hundred domain names in my account. And every time I have an idea, I just buy one because I might use that idea someday, right? Yep. That's, that's me. And you know, I was a web designer before, so I just kind of got into the habit of when you come up with an idea, you secure the domain name because you've got to have that. And that's actually how I came up with the name moms run this town was it was available. And, uh, so, but that's kind of how I, how I run my life is, you know, I come up with an idea and it's literally, you know, in the shower, in the middle of the night, first thing in the morning, it's just random. And, um, yeah, I, it's nonstop with me. My brain does not turn off. Okay. Well, what's the weirdest domain name you have? Oh my God. That you're like, why did I get that? Oh, you're going to laugh. It's so stupid. Okay. So, um, it's head on running and, um, I don't know if I let it expire or not, but my concept was, um, running t-shirts that had little tiny bodies where your head was the head 
And the body was like a, you know, like a leprechaun body for St. Patrick's Day or, a, you know, a vampire or a zombie or something like that. But it looked like, you know, your head with the body. So and I, it was going to be called Head on Running. And it was a great idea um, at the time for like 10 minutes after I bought that domain name. And then I never did anything with it. So <laughs> um, it reminds me of those uh, T-shirts you get on vacation at the tourist shops yeah. that have a bikini. Yep. That's yes. pretty much the, the idea behind it. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So I don't know if that's, it's either extra brilliant and needs to happen, or you really do have something other than water in your Somebody is going to, it's, they're going to be on Shark Tank one day and they're going to execute it way better than I ever could. And it's going to make a bazillion dollars. I'm going to be like, dang it, that was my idea. And I'm just going to be sitting there continuing to drink my water and crying into it. Um, but, uh, (laughs) but doesn't everyone say that when a great idea happens, people come up to you and they're like, I had that idea. Oh yeah. It it happens to my dad. Actually, I, I totally give credit to my dad for all of my insane ideas. He is the exact same. Like he is one of those people that will come up with these crazy ideas and he always would present them to people because, you know, you have to have funds. Like that's the, the problem with a lot of this stuff is you have to have the money to make it happen. So he would present it to people and, you know, they would either laugh in his face or they would say, okay, yeah, we'll work on that. And the next thing you know, they're stealing his idea. And I won't even like start on some of the ideas, but if I told you some of the stuff that he came up with that like happens in real life that he didn't get credit for, you'd be like, you're kidding. And it's like just simple little things that... Anyway, but like, did he invent like the Ziploc bag or dental floss or no, stuff like that? No, but he was involved with the very first prepaid cell phone. Oh my! Yeah, like gosh, we had the what? first it's one. Like- I I bought one for my best friend when we were like it's like 1999, and pagers were cool. Like nobody had cell phones, but I got her a prepaid cell phone to talk for what it was like. I think it had like a hundred minutes lo- or sixty minutes loaded on it, and it was like a hundred bucks. It was crazy. So yeah, just, and I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this. I'm pretty sure that, um, unless I just made this up in my head, but, um, like the little, well, one of the things was the, um, credit card, you know, like when you go and you purchase something at a store and they're like, do you want to round up for charity? And, you know, you say, yeah, they round up to the next dollar. That was his idea. And he presented it to somebody who took the idea and they execute it now. So, I mean, it's just like little things like that, that, you know, that just happens in everyday life. And every time it happens, I'm kind of like, oh, that was my dad's idea. But, you know, um, somebody has to come up with it and it just takes... Okay, I'm stealing that idea. <laughs> it's great. Uh, GoDaddy does it. When I was buying my 100 million domain names, you know, they always ask if you want to round up to charity. So it's, you know, it's a great way. Because, I mean, what's 30 cents? You know, it's nothing and it's easy and so much easier when you're writing off stuff on taxes. It's like $5 versus... 237 or whatever it is, 437, whatever. I know they make it way too easy for us to just sort of like throw a few extra pennies in there and they do add up, but I, I think it's brilliant. Yep. So he's my, uh, he's my inspiration for sure. But you know, any crazy idea, he's the one that tells me act on it and jump on it. And he is my biggest cheerleader as far as, you know, anytime I come up with an idea, like I'll usually call him first because he's one of the only people that won't tell me I'm crazy. And you know, he's the one that wants to say, okay, how can we do this? How can we, ex- you know, you're onto something. Um, so he loves it. So you're saying it's genetic. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. I are, should we be worried or excited for your children and maybe tell us a little bit about, you've got a couple of kiddos. Yes, I do. I have a, um, almost seven year old and a two and a half year old and, um, concerned. Yes, I would probably say so. Um, you know, people laugh at me all the time. Even my chapter leaders, we have a, um, a group that's just for the chapter leaders and I throw, like a fraction of the ideas that come into my head out to them. 
And it's like just crazy stuff. Like I, the other day I was like, you know, y'all are going to think I'm crazy, but what if we did like a mom's run this town geocache where we can hide little bits from our chapters that's like significant to the town. So when people go to, you know, visit another city to run a race, like our moms run this town, people can find the moms run this town geocache. I've never even geocached in my life. I don't even know what it is. Like, so, you know, here's this idea that I'm, you know, conceptualizing that, uh, I don't really understand, but I know that it could be, I just want to connect people. Like I'm just a connector. Like I want people to feel like they're part of something huge. And I like feeling like I'm part of something huge. Um, I had this other idea that we had these little buttons and each button had a name. And um, the idea was for a girl to wear a button. And if she found another mom's run this town member at a race, then she would pass the button onto her. And it's kind of like that where's George thing where you go back and you tell the story of what race you're at and how you met the person and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like constantly spitting these ideas out to the leaders and my kids are kind of the same way. Like my daughter is super creative and she comes up with, I mean, just like the artwork that she does and the pictures and um, like, she'll make, you know, doll clothes out of like washi tape and, you know, just like without it. I don't know. She, she's just, she's awesome. Like I can't, she's going to be just like me, which is very challenging right now. <laughs> we butt heads a and lot because um, she's just like me. So um yeah, it's, is she the uh, seven year old or two and a half? Yeah, she's the seven year old. The two and a half year old, um, he is could not be more opposite from her, but he has his own little quirky things. That's you know, like you do it his way or the highway. He's a challenge too. They're a challenge. They're they're a challenge, and it's it makes it more of a challenge to have you know this on the side to run family and business and whatever else. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what she does, and she changes her mind a lot, and it's it's always something that. Um, you know, I was a web designer for the longest time. And if you asked me when I was five or 10 or whatever, when, when I grew up, what do you want to be? It wouldn't have been a web designer because the web didn't really exist back then. So it's like, you know, I, I'm constantly fascinated in, you know, asking her what she wants to be or what she wants to do. And she comes up with, I, I can't even think of anything off the top of my head, but these ideas, like, I want to be somebody that blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but that's going to be amazing. Like, she's going to be the person that does something that's like just crazy awesome. And I'm going to be her biggest cheerleader, hopefully. So yeah, it's hopefully it just keeps getting passed down. My sister's super creative and artistic. My mom is like super crafty and always has been, and I have a brother too. And he's, you know, he's my brother. <laughs> uh, he, we'll leave it yeah. at that. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Timmy. <laughs> Hope he's not listening. I know. I doubt he would. He'll probably just like it when I share it on Facebook. Hey, everybody listen to my podcast and he'll just say like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Awesome. Well, that's support for yep. you. You know, um, this is really cool. So you said, I just want to connect people. I want people to feel like they're part of something huge. And I want to I wanna talk a little bit about this empire you're building. Moms run this town. And y you said like the domain name was available. That I know that's not why you started this, but that's a really cool reason to move forward with it. And, you know, your vision came, it sounds like in the middle of the night, at least for the name. But maybe you can share, you know, this journey of how you created this whirlwind of a mom's run this town empire over the past, what, it's been five years or five less? Five years. Yeah, a little over five years. March of uh, this year made it five years. Wow, congrats. That's a benchmark you it passed. It is, I know. And I feel like I didn't even celebrate it big enough. Like, I, I, I'm just so overwhelmed with, you know, everything and you know, it's been good, but I, I will celebrate it. I'll celebrate something, some milestone or something, but yeah, it's crazy. I can't, I still can't believe it. 
Well, let's pretend the people listening don't know what Moms Run This Town is. So maybe share how it got started and what it is. Okay. Um, well, I my, one of my mom's best friends who's since passed, she, um, totally stealing this from her, but she always called herself a collector of people, which if you can get past the creepy thought behind that, that's kind of what I am. Like I've always been one to find like-minded people and try to rally them together to make something bigger. So, um, when I did web design, like I started a club for, uh, or not a club, but like a Facebook group or whatever for, you know, all the web designers that I knew so that we could, you know, kind of support each other. And, um, this is back when everything was hand coded. So it's like, you know, if we got tripped up on something, we could ask each other for help or, you know, do you like this or should I move this? Does this make sense to you? So I, you know, I did that and, you know, it kind of took off kind of not really. Then I started, um, gosh, what else have I started? We, uh, I love networking. So, um, one of my friends started, or he's like, you know, we needed like a networking club. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so on it. So we started this little networking club and it was just, you know, all random people from the community, um, tried to get that going. When I started working out, which I, I've always, done like workout videos, but I've never, I haven't always been like a runner or whatever. But when I started working out, I guess it was maybe it was after my daughter was born. I started this group that was for like the Jillian Michaels, um, uh, shred 30, 30 day shred or whatever it's called. And it was called like baby shredders accountability. So I had like this group on Facebook again for, you know, to, for all my mom friends trying to like get them into working out and like hold each other accountable. And like, if you only knew how many groups on Facebook I'm a part of, like I have to have like six different Facebook accounts just because I'm maxing out my, I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, but I just love bringing these like-minded people together. So when I started running, I, like I said, I haven't always been a runner. I've always kind of wanted to be a runner, kind of curious about it. I got into it and I, I needed, I just needed other people to be around to feed off of. Like, that's my thing. It's like, I feed off the energy of other people. And, um, you know, if somebody else says that they're going to go run, then it makes me want to go run. Or if somebody else says that they're going to work out, it makes me want to go work out. So, um, I started running, joined a local running club that was a co-ed club. And I was a very new runner. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I was, um, at the time it was before I was a mom. So I just felt like this young, inexperienced, you know, didn't know what I was doing. I felt slow. I felt, I, I don't know. So I'd show up to the, my fr first group run at that run. And it's all these older people that looked like they knew what they were doing. I always joke because it's the, my, my signature line in like every interview I do, but it's these older men with these compression socks. And I had no idea what a compression sock was. So like, it freaked me out. I'm like, Oh my God, they look like they're in like this gear that I don't even know about. And I'm showing up with, you know, short socks, like short socks apparently aren't cool. Like you've got to have these tight, long socks to run with or whatever. Um, so I literally drove in the parking lot and drove back out because I was so intimidated. It kind of put in the back of my mind, God, if there was just a group of like younger women that, you know, I wouldn't feel so intimidated by. And that kind of sat there. So I kept running, kept running, um, would hang out with, you know, so I would see the same people at our local races or whatever, kind of got to know them. Um, a few of my friends started, you know, kind of running and uh, stuff like that. So, you know, I would see them there. Um, well, then when I had, when I got pregnant with my daughter, fell off for a little bit. And then when I, uh, after I had her, one of my friends, Heather, um, started posting that she was training for, I think it was a 5k or a 10k. So every time she would post on Facebook, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, I've got to get back into running. I've got to get back into running. Um, well then I, you know, finally used her as like secret motivation. And then finally, you know, told her, I was like, Hey, look, I want to run with, with you. And she's like, okay. She's like, well, I'm not fast. I'm like, well, I'm not fast either. So then we started running together. Then we started um, getting some of our other friends who had babies and we were all pushing our strollers, walking up and down um, this neighborhood that was near us. It was like a one and a half mile out and back or whatever. And we, you know, push our babies up and down. I'm like, guy, we need a, we need a freaking club. Like this needs to be like a thing. 
And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's do that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. What's the name? Nobody came up with anything. So then it just kind of sat there, sat there. We did a few races together. And like the more races that we did, the more people I would meet that um, were new moms and, you know, they were starting to run. We were all about on the same level and, you know, different speeds and stuff like that, but just, you know, new to it. And I'm curious about it, whatever. Well, finally, I guess it was probably about, you know, um, five months after we had kind of been running together. I'm sitting there laying in my bed. My husband's out of town. You know, I'm like, okay, what, what is this name? Like, it's got to have a name. It's got to have a name. And I went through everything and I like, I I have the list somewhere and some of the names are so ridiculous, but, um, I need to find that list. It's hilarious. You know, I was going through everything. I was like, I could, I could compare my skirt sports list with, Oh yeah. And and the logos are even worse. (laughs) Like it's like, you know, I'm I'm not a graphic designer, but I like to pretend that I am. So like some of the stuff that I came up with is just, it's awful, but I love it. You got to own it. I know. Well, okay. It it was amazingly awful. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, uh, so, you know, it's going through everything. And then finally I was like, you know, moms run, run this, run the moms run this town. Oh my God. Moms run this town. That's it. Cause we like run, like, you know, you run and, but we run this. Oh my God. That's, is this available? So, you know, I immediately get on my phone and this is back before like smartphones. So, which is only five years ago, but I'm like in my, you know, old school phone or my flip phone, like typing in, you know, trying to find out if the domain name's available. As soon as I found out that it was, I rushed upstairs to my computer, bought it. And then I was up for the rest of the night building this website and, um, you know, cause I had the website background or whatever, and I didn't even give it a chance to say, let's just start this locally and see if the girls, you know, if it catches on or whatever, like it just, it was moms run this town, a nationwide running club for women. You know, I just made it, I didn't give it an option to be anything other than small or other than big, you know, said, if you want to sign up or if you want to start a local chapter, click here. That was it. And then, you know, I just shared on Facebook and my friend Heather, she started sharing it on Facebook and some of her friends from, other cities were like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to sign up for a chapter. And like, we started getting chapters. And I'm like, oh my God, people like this. I'm still five years later, I still get very insecure. And, you know, we have over 700 chapters nationwide. We have them in Germany and um, England. And uh, I'm going to totally butcher these um, Costa Rica. Uh, we have one in Abu Dhabi. Like, that's just cool to say, you know? Um, that is cool. To yeah, say. So, <laughs> you sound cool. <laughs> thank you. Um, they're my claim to fame now, uh, just because it's fun to say. But uh, so yeah, it just like it caught on, and it's just it's humbling and it's crazy to think that something that I needed so bad, I needed this safe spot, this you know where I wouldn't feel insecure, where I would where I would feel comfortable and not intimidated and whatever. Like I needed that so bad, and like twenty thousand, however many other women need it too. And, um, you know, they're getting the same type of encouragement and support and stuff like that, that, you know, I was hoping to get for myself and they're getting it. So it's just, it's insane to see it grow, I guess. You know, okay. I've wrote about 10 notes down from this great little <laughs> ramble, <laughs> a rant, sorry, I'm monologue. Very, I don't know. I'm very Amazing. passionate. I'm very passionate about it. So <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Well, you have to be, you have to be, this is your life now, whether you like it or not. And the minute you made it something more than small, like it, that's vision in a nutshell. Boom. You just had a greater, a vision greater than yourself. And uh, what I love about you is that none of this is about you. It started with your need, but it has always been about surrounding yourself by other people with similar needs, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you are, the other cool thing you said, you're like, I feed off the energy of other people. And I think if you um, search the definition of extrovert, that might be it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really funny because this is a little side note, but... 
so many women I know are like that. We feed off the energy of other people, but a lot of men don't. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder like, how do we, like, how do women and men ever come together and stay together? Uh, well, <laughs> so different. I, it has to be the opposites attract thing because my husband does, I mean, he could not be more opposite than me. And for, I mean, there have been times where I'm like, God, you know, I, I should have married somebody that was just like me. But I, if I had married somebody just like me, it would have been a train wreck because I am so all over the place and so passionate and so, you know, just come up with like, you know, the ideas and everything. And I'm just so everywhere that if I didn't have somebody to like, keep me in check, like I, I would be, I, who knows? <laughs> so I appreciate the fact that he is not any, you know, like me in that sense. He can, he can celebrate me and he can um, encourage me for certain things. But um, as far as actually, you know, I, gosh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's gotta be an opposite track thing. I love it. Someday I'll have to interview him. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Let's just not. Uh, yeah. No, I won't. Don't worry. That was joke. Yeah, there's, there's um, no telling, no telling that. what he would say. <laughs> um, another really cool thing you said is, uh, well, first of all, I was thinking about that, like in the history of running, you know, it's, it's gone through a lot of phases and there was a phase a while back when, um, this guy named John Bingham wrote a book and started working on this concept of being slow and that slow is okay. He made slow running okay. You know, Jenny Hadfield's husband, John Bingham, the yeah. penguin. He's yeah. like, you know, so he's the guy who made slow running acceptable. And and then there became a movement around run, walk and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I love it because you were bonding over slow. Right. You were like, I'm kind of slow. And the other women were like, I'm kind of slow too. And then that made you both feel okay and safe and like more secure and confident. And what's it's really what's cool. funny now is that like even hearing you say that word, and I know that I said it too, like it makes me cringe because my slow when I first started is actually relatively, and everything's relative, relatively fast. Like, you know, I did my first 5k in like, I think it was like 31 minutes or whatever. And that's some girls, you know, there's a lot of girls that have that as a goal for their first 5k. So that's true. You know, when, and that's one of the things that I kind of ban, you know, we don't have too many rules in moms run this town. Um, uh, except for no advertising. We don't do the home business advertising. Anyway, that's a whole side note. But, uh, you know, I don't let people say slow. So like when we ask them, you know, hey, welcome to the so-and-so chapter of Moms Run This Town. So she runs this town. Introduce yourself. Don't use the word slow. Because that's, I think that's like a crutch that a lot of women use is they want to say I'm slow just in case some people think that that's slow. And, you know, like I, I've run anywhere from you know, like I have got, had really, you know, bad runs or whatever. And I've run five minutes slower than what I normally run. And then I've had some really good runs and I've had a total kick-ass, you know, 5k time. I don't know. It's hard to describe yourself, I guess, but it's, I, I wish that women would start using, stop using that as a crutch because, um, it is what it is. Your pace is what your pace is. There's always a chance to get faster. And there's always a reason why you may be slower than normal or whatever, but you can't, and even girls, like, let's just say that, um, a group of women, were going to go out for a run. Well, one of them may run a 10 minute pace. One of them may run an eight minute pace. And one of them may, you know, be doing a 15 minute pace. They can still meet up just for the accountability, because if you don't have that accountability to get your, you know, yourself out there and to start the run, that's half the battle is getting out there. So if you can just get out there and say, okay, so-and-so is going to take off and they're going to be running an eight minute pace. Well, that may help the 10 minute pacer go to a nine minute because they may be trying to keep up with them. That may help the 15 minute pacer push themselves a little bit harder. So, um, you know, I just, sorry, that's my whole rant about slow. And no, I, just, I, 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 hate it. It. I hate that word. 
Um, I wish that everybody you know, would it, take it out because it's your pace is just your pace. What's your pace? That's that's all we need to say. Doesn't matter what it is. Just it's that. It's about redefining. You know, the, it, you're right. Pace is relative. It's really interesting. The uh, pref, uh, premise of this podcast is that it's uh, the length of the podcast equates to the average 5k time, which is 36 minutes and 38 seconds. Oh, interesting. And so when I announced that, and granted, we always go over and I know we will because we're already at 23 I minutes. I know, sorry. <laughs> I hate seeing the time thing. I'm, I'm so awful with that, but. But, you know, when I posted that, people, it actually made people feel better because yeah. they were like, I thought I was the slowest person. So there is this thing about slow. You know, and in the end they go, oh, and I'm not the slowest person. I'm average. Yep. And then they were celebrating that. So I don't know. Maybe that's our next thing to work on is how do you redefine that word so it doesn't mean the same thing or turn it into a pie. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But that that's another job for us down the road. Yes, I know. We'll add it to our list. <laughs> I know. Why not? Grab the uh, all the domain names you can. Yes. Um, <laughs> so one thing I've noticed about the women who get involved and you've got 700 chapters. I mean, this thing is spiraling out of control. Like, do you have a staff of 50 people? Yeah, nope. That it would just be me. And, um, I have one girl that's, uh, one of my friends and she does my shipping for me. She is my quote unquote shipping manager, but she is just a contract worker. She has her own hours just to let everybody know that. And that's why, you know, a lot of times people are like, if I order this today, when's it going to get shipped out? Well, it honestly depends. If her kid is sick, I don't make her, I don't tell her, tell her just don't come in. If she has a doctor's appointment, don't come in. If it's raining too hard, please don't put yourself in that risk. Don't come in. Like the stuff can wait. Um, so other than that, it is just me. And I, I try to do everything. I'm the web designer. I'm the question answer. I'm the, um, you know, I'm supposed to be updating all the chapters on the website, which I will try to get that done before this podcast airs. But, you know, we have so many, we have so many changes. Um, I'm like, uh, the jack of all trades, master of none. So, you know, I feel like one of these days I would hope to add more people and I'm slowly beginning to add more people. I have my um, little crew of about five girls that uh, just nationwide are kind of my support team. And uh, I'll just give them a shout out, Sarah, Jessica, Anna, and Katie. And um, they just do various things for me. Like whenever I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, can you answer this question? Can you be in charge of doing this? Can you get onto Facebook and the 99 messages that we have in there? Can you just can you just answer them for me? Can you help me update the chapters? And they've been amazing over the years at um, unpaid to uh, just volunteering their time because they love moms around this town and they want to see it grow. So they've really helped uh, to keep it going. But um, no, it's, it's a huge thing for one person to do. You know, this is like, there's, there's definitely some uh, crazy innate leader leadership qualities that you have. And one of them is even the ability to recognize when you're overwhelmed. And yeah, you don't have a massive staff, but you've set up an organization so you don't need to yet. And you recognize you will sometime. And I love that when you're overwhelmed, you, you developed a support network. That's awesome. Well, that, and that's my a lot of people support. don't, yeah, they just spiral. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, like it's hard for me cause I'm, I'm very much a control freak. And one of the things, and um, this is probably my favorite part about Moms Run This Town, and she runs this town. I've got to add that in too. When I started it, I was like, how in the world are am I going to have chapter leaders that have the same passion, that have the same vision, that want this as bad as I do? How can I control them? How can I check to make sure that they're doing this? How can I help them, you know, whatever? 
it has blown me away how our chapter leaders are not only as passionate as I am about Moms Run This Town and She Runs This Town, but they have gone like above and beyond some of the things that I could have ever even expected for. They have come up with some of the most creative team names and shirt ideas, um, ways to give back to the community, ways to support each other. They started Couch to 5K programs, beginners programs, new runners breakfast uh, runs where they you know invite all the new members and they just welcome them and stuff like that. Ladies Night Out, like just all these things. And like, I came up with the idea for Moms Run This Town, She Runs This Town, but it's not me that's keeping it going. It is 100%, maybe 99%, I do a little bit, but um, the chapter leaders and the members that, that give back, you know, the chapter leaders will organize stuff or whatever, but the members are so passionate too. And it's just, it's crazy to me that, you know, I'm sitting here terrified that, you know, how am I going to be in a hundred places at one time, but all these girls, and, you know, we, we get along so good because they're just like me and, um, we get excited over the same things. And, you know, there are some girls that will keep me in check. And when I throw out a crazy idea, they're like, Pam, come on, like, let's, let's focus on this. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll table that idea. And then there's other girls that, you know, I'll throw an idea out and they're like, oh my God, well, what if we do this? Well, what if we do this? Well, we could do And like, they just take it and run with it. No pun intended. It's just so awesome. It's so awesome that they want it as bad as I do and that they, that they've helped keep this going. I think if it was just up to me, like, yeah, I'm the only one of the national, you know, whatever, but if it were just up to me, it wouldn't have the success that it does without all the chapter leaders um, that are doing what they're doing. So I totally give them credit for keeping it going. It's, it's so interesting. You're, they're like uh, drug addicted fanatics and you're like (laughs) the drug dealer who's dealing this like, uh, moms run this town. She runs this town magic. Yes. And I love that. There's some, some very really cool, intangible magic going on here. And it really does start with you. And even if we can't always articulate what that is, people are drawn to it. You are like a shining star for these women. You're giving them hope that they don't have to live an insecure life and that there are other people like them. And I just, I think it's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you. It's, it's, it's amazing just to see, like, I'm constantly humbled by, I mean, if you look up on Instagram, um, hashtag MRTT, there's 28,000 pictures of our members of our community, like, you know, that are tagging us. And I'm like, that blows me away. And I get to like peek into their lives of what's going on in their town and stuff like that. But it's just so awesome to see, you know, it's, it's just amazing. And here's, here's a couple of things that people ask me like, well, you talk about moms run this town. I know a lot of the uh, chapter members here, including some chapter leaders, and it's it's just amazing organization. And they're like, but I'm not a mom, so can I still get involved? And n- since we've been talking, you threw in, she runs this town. Well, I don't think anybody knows what that means or what the difference is. So I, I do, because you and I have talked about it, but I'd like to know where that line is being drawn or if you plan to evolve or or change the brand to she runs this town down the road? Um, Well, actually, okay. So when I came up with the idea, I was a new mom and that was just my identity as a new mom. And, you know, I felt like we had more excuses for why, you know, like last minute cancellations on runs and, um, you know, sorry, I'm late. My kid threw up on me or, you know, whatever the case, we couldn't find a sock. They're crying in the stroller. You know, can we stop for a minute? Let me give them snacks. Like whatever. I just felt like 
that was the community that I was in. Since starting it, you know, we'd have people that would, you know, say to me, they're like, oh, well, I'm not a mom. And it broke my heart because I'm like, it's not a mom thing. It's a women thing. And I'm like, okay, well, crap, you know, how do we fix this so that, you know, all women are included. So like our posters and signs and all this other stuff used to say, you know, moms run this town, a running club by moms, for moms, for mom, 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 whatever. And I was like, that's got to change. So then we slowly started changing it to moms run this town, a running club for women. And that's what I wanted it to be. Just all women. That's the only, you know, just got to be a woman. It could be, you know, a grown woman. It could be, you could be a grandma, you could be whatever. Or, you know, some women don't want kids. Some women are dog moms. Some women, you know, can't have kids, like whatever the case may be. I didn't want anybody to feel excluded. So and I actually kind of pitched to my girls um, a while ago, how do we feel about, you know, changing up the name? I didn't really give them any suggestions, whatever. And they, you know, they kind of said, oh, no, no, we're, we're moms. Let's just keep it at that. But then we started having people, our, our original logo had three girls. The front girl had a jogging stroller. The other two girls did not. And um, it was even actually a runner, a kind of walker, and then the girl, the jogging stroller. I was trying to like represent everybody, whatever. Well, then some of the girls started saying, you know, hey, I have some girls in my chapter that aren't moms and they don't like the jogging stroller. Can we take off the jogging stroller for the logo? Like, okay. And, you know, I, I get branding. I, I understand all this stuff. I went, you know, I was almost a marketing major in college or whatever, but I just wanted to include people. So sure, we'll take off the jogging stroller. So then we made a new logo that had moms run this town and then just one runner girl. Well, then we came back and they said, well, you know, it's moms. Like it's, you know, it's a group. So instead of having one girl, can we have two girls? Sure. Moms run this town logo with two girls, no stroller. Oh, well, I like the way that that's displayed. Can we have it with two girls with a stroller? So we literally have like eight different versions of our logo to the point where I was like, okay, it's got to be something because I know a lot of women don't even want to wear the name moms because they don't want to be questioned about it. Oh, are you pregnant? Oh, are you whatever? So I was like, she runs this town. I'm not even presenting it to the girls it's going to be a thing. Like they're going to have to accept it because I want to include everybody. So I came up with the name. She runs this town. I came up with a logo, same color scheme, same club. It's the exact same thing. It's just for the, whatever the, the non-moms or the people that, you know, they may not like, I even wear the, she runs this town logo because yeah, I have two kids, but sometimes I don't want to identify as a mom. Like sometimes running is just my way to escape. And I just don't even want to talk about it. Like I just need I just need to be a she that runs. So, you know, we have both logos or whatever. And actually it was you that uh, when we met and I pitched you my idea and I was very insecure about it. And uh, when we're sitting there drinking over drinking coffee, I think I threw it out to you. And I'm like, how do you even, you know, what do you think? What's your opinion? Because I respected you and your thoughts and you seem to like it. So I was like, all right, that's it. We're going to do this. So that was in, when was it? June or July? I can't even remember now. Um, Mm -hmm. and then September, so I already had the logo and everything. September of that year, like I said, didn't even give it the option. I just, I had all new banners and posters made up for, um, the diva, uh, half marathon expo. And it had one poster that said mom's run this town. One poster says she runs this town. Then in the center, it said, um, walk, jog, run. We're here for fun or something like that. It had both logos. And it, um, I think I said, uh, two names, one great club there was no option. Like that was it. So then I told my girls, by the way, everybody, we're adding, she runs this town. And it had a huge response, welcoming response. A lot of girls were like, Oh my God, my girls are going to be so excited. There's so many of them that, you know, won't wear our logo because of the jogging store, because of the name, because of whatever. So I feel like that really opened it up to include so many more women that felt like they would run with us, but they, they didn't feel included. They didn't feel like they could wear the logo or whatever. 
Well, you know, what? what's really amazing is the power of how important a symbol and a name is to people and how much emotional attachment they have to it. And so kudos to you on that. I actually want to shift over to something that we talked about when I first met you as well. And I have a no idea where you are on it, but I found it so fascinating. And if you, if I start it and you're like, no, 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 don't talk about that yet. You just let me know. But you said everything's on the no, table. Go for it. Um, I'm curious. You said, I have a vision to make this world a more inclusive place for people and help women uh, have better body image perception, right? Yes. And I really want to get this like crazy mannequin project off yes. the ground. I want to make real body sized mannequins oh who are like a real size 10 and a real size 14 and a real size 18. And, you know, get those mannequins going so that when people walk in a store, they actually have a mannequin that they can relate to. And from what I can see in the market, and since we're opening a retail store soon, those mannequins don't really exist. They and don't. If they do, they're hard. Yes. So where, where are you? Are you doing it? I want it? to. And okay, I would just throw it out there. And if somebody even, I don't even care if somebody takes this idea. I don't need the credit. I don't need anything. It just has to happen. Somebody's got to do this. So this was my thought. My thought was to, well, first of all, it, it came about because I was, um, we ordered some uh, running gear and I was trying to find a mannequin for expo booths that, you know, represented the women and blah, blah, blah. All the mannequins are these tiny little stick figures and they have like this, you know, huge thigh gap and they just, it's not realistic. So, you know, when we put the gear on the mannequins, the first comment back from a lot of women was, um, it's not going to look like that on me. And it's like, well, you know, okay, let me, let me put it on a real body or, you know, can I see it on a real body? Sure. So, you know, I would put it on and, you know, I don't have, I'm small, but I don't have like a very boxy rectangular frame or whatever. It's not, but you know, here's the shirt on me and here's the shirt on my sister and here's the shirt on, Hey, you know, Anna, can you come over here and can you try these on so I can show people what it looks like? You know, she has a different body shape. You know, all my friends have different body shapes. It really got me thinking, you know, this needs to be a thing. So like, you know, instead of these five foot seven mannequins, you know, we need one that's, you know, five foot two, that's, you know, five foot tall, like my friend, Rachel, Hey, Rachel, they just need to be more realistic. So what I started doing was, um, I took like a little poll and I just asked, you know, moms run this town community, enter your bust, weight, hips, height, age, and, uh, wait, does it wait? Um, just entered into this, you know, form or whatever. So then I had all this data and then I took it by age group or by, or no, I took it by height. And then I kind of did like, you know, five foot to five, three. And then I would average out the bust, the waist and the hips. And then I did um, five, four to five, six, average out bust, waist, and hips. My goal was to have like four different mannequins in these, you know, four different height ranges that had the average of our women, our community or whatever. And it was nowhere close to what the mannequin sizes were that were offered to me to, you know, to buy. I think they, uh, most of the, uh, mannequins had like 21 to 23 inch waist, which like, I mean, I have, like I said, I'm, Who I don't know. I mean, I'm like a size four maybe. And I think my waist is like 27 inches. Maybe. I don't even know. I think mine's like 30, yeah. especially after having a oh, baby. Yeah. Like yeah. it just like those muscles never go all the way back. Yeah, And even thighs, like, you know, it doesn't matter if you have thigh gap or not. Like, you know, as runners, we typically have like big, strong thighs. And, you know, a lot of us have like these big calves and stuff like that. So I wanted to find this average of these people. I wanted to say, okay, well, um, you know, Rachel Allen, she's um, this height and this, sorry, Rachel, to pick on you, this height, this, you know, whatever. 
we're going to take Rachel. She is actually the average of this height range. So we are going to take Rachel. We are going to take her to a casting place. They are going to cast her body. And this mannequin is called Rachel. And she represents the women that are this height range or whatever. And then that mannequin can be sold to, you know, or not even sold. I don't care what it, what it is, but it can be on display in store so that when somebody walks in and they see, you know, these funky capris or whatever, they can see what it looks like on a person this height, this height, this height, and this height. And it's going to make a difference because they're going to hit you in different places on the calves. They're going to, you know, your butt's going to look different. Your thighs are going to look different. And I just thought that that would be so cool to walk up to a mannequin and instead of like, we actually have a mannequin in my um, office and we call her creepy Connie because she is it's just a running joke. I can't get rid of her now because she's so creepy. Anyway. So she, if you've ever seen baby mannequins, those are the creepiest yeah, in the world. Mannequins in general are just creepy. Like they're just weird, but uh, she's like creepy. Connie is like six foot tall. And I mean, she has bigger proportions. She's technically a plus size mannequin, but she's huge. And like, I don't think anybody can relate to that. So like, I just felt like if people could walk up to a mannequin that's, you know, five foot four and it looks like them, they're going to be like, that's what the, you know, that's what the clothing's going to look like on me. Oh, she's got big boobs. That's what it's going to look like on me. Oh, she has no chest. That's what it's going to look like on me. And, you know, not just stop at four, okay. but like have more of these, but I don't, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I mean, let's do it. We're let's doing do this. it. We got Let's get the domain name, whatever it is. Real Women Mannequin Project. I don't I probably know. Probably have. I, pro- got, I think I have do a, a domain name for it. I can't remember what I called it. I'll have to go back and look at my list and see what I came up with. But I had a whole project name, a whole like concept, and I'm ready to do it. It's funny you mentioned thigh gap. You know, uh, my experience is that 90, 95% of women's thighs rub and that's how we're built and that's beautiful <laughs> and it doesn't always feel good. And that's what skirt sports works on is solving, you know, the, the chafing we get, yep. but it's, it is, it's like, but then you'll, you'll read these articles and hear these interviews about, well, your body shaming like thin women whose thighs don't rub when you, you know, uh, mention that term well, or something. But it's not it's even like, that. No, there's no body yeah. shaming here. It's yeah. all about just acceptance. Well, and it's the way that your hips are set too. Like, I mean, I have a thigh gap. I'm not, I'm not knocking that at all. I mean, like every, depending on, you know, how hard I hit the leg, hit leg day or whatever, occasionally they'll touch because my muscles get bigger. But, um, you know, I have a friend that told me she's trying to get rid of her thigh gap. She's trying to build those, you know, big, strong muscles because she's tired of looking like that. But some women's hips are literally just set further apart. And like, it doesn't matter how muscular their legs are. They're not going to touch because their legs just come out at different places. It's that's why I just wanted like real women, real bodies and not even say, you know, okay, make a mannequin with these, you know, these measurements. Like I wanted, I wanted, you know, somebody's body, like their actual body, like this is an actual person because, you know, you can make a mannequin with a 30 inch waist, but it's going to contour in at 30 inch, at a 30 inch waist. No, no, it's going to go, you know, it may go straight down. It may go out a little bit. I don't care if it goes out a little bit, you know, you got that baby pooch going on. Like sometimes it's just hard to get rid of, you know? Um, I just want it to you be know, real. Pam, it's so, it's so interesting. I have this Con, like I'm consumed right now by this concept of body shapes mm-hmm. and trying to help women buy products that fit their body shape and flatter them. And we all relate to that. It's like the fruit chart. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. a pear. I'm an apple. I'm a banana. Although that's weird because you're curved, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, I'm an hourglass, I'm a noodle, whatever it is. Um, and that's kind of what we're talking about here. Well, that's this mannequin product. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, I'm, I'm ready. And I even like contacted a few different companies that, um, there's one that makes all the mannequins for, um, old Navy and banana Republic and, um, Athleta. And, and from what I've heard, Athleta does 
I, they have some type of athletic mannequins or something like that. But like, for the most part, I know that most people, most companies don't like, it's just, they, they may be more athletic looking, but they're not going to be a real body or whatever. But I contacted these companies. And I'm like, what is it? And I wanted to do like this whole documentary around it. Like, you know, I wanted to hear what women thought about their bodies and, you know, all of a sudden it's like, you know, here's this girl that thought, you know, oh, I'm only five foot four. You know, I would never be a model. I'd never be whatever. No, you're a mannequin. Like you're, you're about to be a mannequin. Like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel that you are average? Like that you're not, you know, you, you think that you have weight to lose or whatever, but you don't like you're average and you're actually whatever. Like, I just wanted to hear, like, I wanted these mannequins to have a backstory. And I, I wanted to hear like the emotion and stuff behind, um, you know, how these women, like I, I'm very, I guess I'm very fascinated with how women feel because I know that I have struggled with body issues my whole life, um, starting in the fourth grade, which to me is just crazy. Like no fourth grade girl should be thinking about body image, but I was, and I've been very aware of it ever since. And I've had, you know, issues, eating issues, whatever, you know, even now, like trying to accept my body, like my friend Whitney and I talk about it all the time. You know, it's, it's crazy how I can be super fit thin, thinner than a lot of people, fast, faster than, you know, whatever, and not accept the way that I am because I'm constantly comparing myself to other people. Well, you know, she looks like this. Well, she, well, I'm doing the same workout as her. Why aren't I getting the same results? Well, it's because my body shape is different. It's because my bones are different. My, you know, muscles underneath are different. And, you know, I have, I've been doing like the body fat test, the hydrostatic body fat testing and stuff like that. And that blows me away because when I felt quote unquote fat, which I wasn't, you know, I had, you know, X percent body percent or uh, body fat. And I weigh the exact same as when I got that first test done. And I have less body fat percentage, but I weigh the same. So it's like this whole concept of, but I'm not losing anything on the scale. I, it, I could talk about this forever. Like it's so, it's fascinating to me. And I could talk to so many of my friends and kind of shake them and say, stop beating yourself up, stop weighing yourself, stop obsessing. And I know that I struggle with it too. It's it's a constant struggle, but sometimes I feel like if I can talk to other people about it, then, you know, it's, it's like, a, you what is it? You point to one person, you have three fingers back pointing at yourself or whatever. Like, that's kind of how I feel. It's like, if I say it to somebody else, maybe I'll start believing it. You know, it takes a lot to, you're a leader. People are really looking up to you and you're a very real person. And I think this is really important for people to hear that the journey to self-love and self-acceptance, it goes forever and you'll hit peaks and valleys. And, uh, I think it's great and I'm glad you put it out there. So we are going, we're on like seven or eight K. So we're going to start winding it down, but here's a couple quick things before we get into the final question. Um, if anybody wants to take this mannequin project and run with it, Pam and I are both on board. We just need someone to lead the charge. So boom, send us a comment, send a note, text message us if you have our phone numbers, whatever. Yeah. I mean, if anybody wants to um, jump in and, you know, brand it or whatever, I mean, I, I looked into like even a Kickstarter program where, you know, people who feel the same passion or whatever can just donate money because it costs like, I want to say it's going to cost like 2,500 to have a custom mannequin made, which it's, you know, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much, I guess. I don't know, but I don't have $2,500 to make a mannequin, especially make four or more or whatever, but I don't know. It's something's got to happen. I would love for it to happen. I would love to see it happen. Somebody out there's got 2,500 or 10 grand or whatever's needed. So come on, (laughs) buck up, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll be your uh, spokespeople. 
Um, so another thing, if, if somebody out there wants to join Moms Run This Town, She Runs This Town, how do they do that? Um, okay, all of my chapter leaders that are listening right now, which should be all of them, they are probably going to say, they're probably just laughing at me right now. So you go on to momsrunthistown.com, sherunsthistown.com also will take you to the same site, and you click on local chapters. And um, the idea is that all of our chapters, you just type in your zip code, and it'll list out any chapters that are in your area. There's pretty much one everywhere. And if there's not one, then you can start one. Uh, and it's the same thing. You just go to the website and click on start a chapter. And um, it gives you all the instructions on what to fill out. And we add you to this um, super cool secret chapter leader sounding board. And um, all the chapter leaders just pitch in. We have some chapter leaders that have been there for five years, like as long as I've been around. And, you know, they know everybody as much as I do. So if you have a question, you know, how do I get started? Um, how can I promote this? They'll chime in and say, this is what worked for me. We did a welcome run. We posted flyers at our gym. You know, we took, we contacted a newspaper. We have our chapters that have been in newspapers and local magazines and stuff like that. And that helped them get members. So that support group, again, it's another support group. That support group is there um, for the chapter leaders. So if you're, if you don't have one in your town, but you think, you know, an awesome idea and you get started, you know, we're definitely there to help you. And we want we just want it to be everywhere. And it, how much does it cost to Zero. join? That is one thing that, uh, and, and, you know, you and I kind of talked about this earlier. This was supposed to be a hobby for me. This was not a job. I was not trying to make money off of this. I have people telling me all the time, Pam, you are doing this wrong. Like you've got to charge a membership fee and you've got to, I'm like, no, women have so much, especially moms have so much that they have to pay for. I don't want another fee. Uh, you know, I don't think people realize it costs money to run a free running club, but, um, you know, it's, it, it costs a lot of money and it, so any, all those domain names. Oh yes. All the domain names. Yes. Um, but you know, no, I, I don't want to get the money from the members. It's always going to be free for the members. It's always going to be free for people to start a chapter in their area. You know, uh, we get kickbacks from, you know, certain affiliate programs. We have an amazing skirt sports affiliate, uh, program. So, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, th that type of stuff helps us you know, pay the bills and stuff like that. So no, it's free to join. It's free to start a chapter. Awesome. That's great to know. We all love free. All right. So we're going to, we're going to roll down the clock here. And at the end of every podcast, I like to ask our visionaries, as you know, the name of the podcast is run this world. So if you had to give people one nugget of advice that would help them run their worlds in bigger and better ways, what give would it be? back. 100% and not even, you know, just to the community, like, um, this could be a whole nother thing, but, you know, picking up trash, today's earth day, picking up trash on the paths that you run on, on the streets that you run on, if there's a neighborhood that you run in, just walk around and, you know, start a walking day and just pick up trash. Think that, you know, if you're in a local track, this, one of our chapter um, members raised money, she, she leads a track workout. Um, and then she asked everybody to bring donations to pay off lunch bills for, um, elementary and middle school students, which I think is amazing. Um, we have people that fundraise for their community. We have, um, even if you're like a, a seasoned runner, you didn't start a seasoned runner, give back to the runners that are just starting, give them nuggets of advice, give them, um, training plan ideas, give them direction, uh, do speed workouts with them, or just tell them, you know, where to go, encourage them, support them. Like you can give back to other runners in the way that, you know, somebody probably gave to you, or maybe if they didn't, if, you know, if you started on your own, like what, what did you want as a runner when you first started give that back? So, you know, as long as you stay humble and remember where you came from and 
realize what's around you and realize that you're running on, you know, public land or, you know, whatever the case may be, volunteer for races. Like races are put on for runners, but they need volunteers to run, you know, sit this one out and volunteer your time to hand out water or to pass out t-shirts or to cheer. Like, you know, we have cheer ninjas, MRTT cheer ninjas, and um, they sacrifice their time to just support their other, you know, members that are running. So that's, I think that that's what really keeps the community tight and really keeps you involved. Um, and it's just like a, a continuous circle. Um, you know, they'll give back to you, you give to them and it's just a big, happy running place to be. I absolutely love that advice and I, I agree wholeheartedly. So great job today, Pam. This was a blast. Sorry, it so long. <laughs> you are, you know what? This is just a long that's run. That's right. That's right. Um, you are <laughs> You are definitely and truly making change in the world and you are making change in so many women's lives who need it. And uh, I think there is just a huge amount of gratitude towards the work that you do humbly in this wonderful hobby that's becoming a job that is still something you are completely consumed by and passionate about. So thank you for all that you give to us in this crazy world. Well, thank you to all my chapter leaders and members who support my vision, who, who uh, are just as passionate as I am. Would not be here without y'all. Tears. <laughs> All right. Can't wait to run with you sometime yes, soon. Yes, hopefully really soon. All right. Great. Thanks for coming Thanks. on. Thanks. That was an awesome episode with Pam Burris, founder of Moms Run This Town. She is hilarious. Um, as a reminder, to get involved with Moms Run This Town slash She Runs This Town, remember, you don't have to be a mommy to get involved. Go to their website and search for your local chapter. Membership is free. We all love free. And Pam did that on purpose. So there's no reason not to get involved if you need it. Also, if you're inspired by the idea of the real mannequin project that we talked about, go to NicoleDeBoom.com and comment and I'll pass it along to Pam. You never know. Maybe we can get that puppy off the ground. I hope you enjoyed the show today. If you did, please share it with a friend. Go on NicoleDeBoom.com and comment and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I want to hear your thoughts and feedback and any suggestions you have for future guests. I'm having a blast doing this, so I hope you're enjoying it. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It's time to go out and run this world. Have a great workout, and I'll see you next week.